Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chet Fleet. Hey, Hal, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fallrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarjax. We don't have any fan mail, because we just finished recording a an episode maybe ten minutes ago. Uh, so who wants to recap what little happened last time we saw our, our intrepid heroes? We, I mean, I guess you could say we planned for the heist, but... Uh... <laughs> That's very generous of you. Yeah, let's... We, we did uh, deep stealth reconnaissance, and we acquired material goods that are going to assist us in our highly professional infiltration of the mansion yeah. we scouted for the heist um we purchased items useful for the heist items comma useful i didn't um, believe at that we found out that some of the staff is uh are merciless killers yeah um of yeah. any life on this planet uh-huh aligned with asmodeus the world leader spells <laughs> accordingly uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And we all were able to get back to our uh, home base appropriately. I'm just, I took a great deal of personal amusement in the idea of this very high-powered adventurer who has overcome many trials and tribulations stuck in a, a glass cup as a spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, you went to the manor house, you found out that there was a hidden safe in one of the offices, uh, the other half of the party bought two bags of holding, and I think that about sums up all the stuff. Desmond trauma dumped on orphans as well, so. Oh, that's true, yes. (laughs) Yep. So, uh, what would you like to do now? You wake up, it's a beautiful morning in Jux, and you are a horrible adventuring party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow Peace was never an option wow uh, i i assemble everybody downstairs over uh, presumably bowls of soup and whatever other breads and rations are brought out it's breakfast soup yeah Ooh. and um we get into it and i i look each of the party members in the eyes including estio the newest addition to the crew of Teliferous, even if only temporary. And I, I tell them... I don't think that counts if he never actually sets foot on Teliferous. It, it counts, don't worry. Um, in the... Uh, on, on the wiki, wiki page of, like, everyone who's been a temporary crew member of the Straw Hats, I mean of the Teliferous, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be there. Teliferous <laughs> is where the team is. Yeah. Um, and I, I just... I inspire them. I, I give a rousing speech. I say that, all right, we've had some missteps along the way. The path has not been easy to bring us to this point, but you are among the most stalwart comrades I have ever had the pleasure of working alongside, and we can do this. And a lot of people are counting on us. The Prince of Coin requires that we do this, and we do it right. We get in. We get out. Nobody gets hurt. We keep this simple. Everybody, B 
be there for each other and think on your feet. We've got this. And I just want you to know, we're all counting on you. Resurrection spells aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I finished the speech by going, and if you do kill somebody, this guy is going to make sure it comes out of all of our paychecks. So uh, I would like my healthcare premiums to remain low, low, low. And if not, you'll have to, uh, well, just enjoy the whims of, uh, uh, gosh, I forgot the spell name now. Resurrection? No, not resurrection. That's what K-Hall is doing. Um Oh my reincarnate. God. Like reincarnate, yes. Oh, God, yeah. You don't want to rely on that. No. I have... Sorry, you're an elf now. <laughs> ...personal experience with that in another campaign where my majestic dragonborn cleric of the forge got turned into a gnome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I give everybody 18 temporary hit points for the day. Okay, you do the thing. Everybody has extra hit points for this heist that, in theory, should not involve any violence whatsoever. Yeah, see, that's the thing about... Uh, Alchemist Club Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things that should not involve any violence, but... <laughs> when there's a will, there's a way. Oh. What's fun about a perfectly executed plan with no hitches anyway? Uh, that depends on who you ask. The Prince of Clan so, could uh, probably give a, sum, uh, a seminar about that exact topic. I well, confer not... with Estio a little bit more. Um, I assume we're going to wait until nightfall to strike. So Yes, that's um, when the gala is. Yeah. I'm thinking... The only other thing I can think that might be a useful thing to prepare ahead of time is a, like a, a little cart full of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go on. Oh, sure. I'm saying we we park it outside the manor, and it's like a little, like a you know, a little vendor's wagon, uh, covered over with a tarp, and it's full of firecrackers. And if we ever get into a situation where we're like, oh, geez, this is, we need a loud, persistent noise that draws a big crowd. Boom! Fireworks. <laughs> That draws a crowd away from the party that's going on on the other side we of town. <laughs> well, away from the interior of the manor. The 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 butler would be like, "What? What in blazes are the poors doing out there?" And rush up to the balcony, and his monocle would fly off in shock. Okay. Um, and then we could like sneak by or something. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Or maybe we put it, like, two or three, like, streets away, and it goes off, and the guards that are stationed at the palace are like, oh, we gotta go over there. Right. I don't know. Just, just a theory. I thought it would be fun, but I guess nobody else wants to set off fireworks during a heist. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess nobody wants to set off fireworks. During a heist. It's not like we would be holding them. Ugh. You people have no vision. We don't need no, that. There's no panache. I just plan to listen to who is supposed to be in charge of this heist. 
Yeah. And then take whatever we can extra to make a little yeah. So, and get out. Because the longer we're in this city, the more chance I feel like we have of running <laughs> afoul of, you know, anyone and everyone. So, mm -hmm. absolutely. So, Estio is holding, um, I guess before we get into the immediate pre-heist debrief, are you going to spend your day doing anything in particular? How hungover is Desmond? Not at all. Not. <laughs> Desmond doesn't do hangovers. <laughs> I Yeah, I can't think of anything else that we need to prep where us prepping it would outweigh the risk of being seen. So I'm good to just kind of hole up in the soup kitchen for the day and work on disguises. Because I, like, I want to take some time and actually prep some some better disguises for people. Okay. Okay. I guess maybe if I could send out a runner to, like, get supplies or anything, that might be an option, but I'm... If I could make something where one of us can, at a distance, look like a butler or, you know, waitstaff or a guard or something, and it's only when you get a little bit closer in the dim light of the evening that you're like, hang on, that's fake. That might buy us a couple seconds that we need to pull one over. Okay. So you're I mean, working... Really, what I need is a hat of disguise, but we don't have time, so. Um, so you're working on disguises. Yes. Okay. I will leave you to that. What is everyone else doing? Yeah, I mean, shopping yesterday was kind of all that I was going to to do i'm you know i glow so in spite of having trained with stealth there's only so much i can really do i want to see what Ezio uh, is up to like how does he prepare day of ice is he nervous is he kind of hyper focused like what's he got going on like he just kind of seasoned and just going about his just making his soup and just doing his thing make an insight check uh total uh dirty 20 um he is very calm and cool and collected but there is an undercurrent of I, I, it's not really anxiety, um, but like nervous determination. Uh, you get the impression that there is a lot riding on this heist for for SDO personally. Is that helpful? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I revise can I... my previous action? Sure. I didn't realize that uh, the Hat of Disguise was only an uncommon item. Yeah. I thought it was, like, way, way harder to get. I also recognize that it's going to be very suspicious to try to buy one just at, like, a regular vendor, given the nature of the item. Mm -hmm. I um, Does the Prince of Coin frequent this particular soup shop, or was that just because 
we were seeking an audience uh he is still there this morning um okay but he <gasps> said he has he has other places he needs to visit so he is there for breakfast and then uh will be departing okay um i would like to talk to him briefly about whether i could sort of purchase a hat of disguise through his organization because presumably they have ways to kind of obfuscate the purchasing of items and make it less suspicious to acquire uh he says you could try the haberdashery of disguise uh yeah <laughs> uh, i'm in <laughs> you had me at haberdashery uh and he smiles and says but you have to find it yourself that's the rule of the haberdashery of disguise. Oh. <laughs> I um, I put on a mustache, I put on a hat, I change up my appearance completely, and then uh, I head out the door and I start, I start looking. Um, what are you looking for? I um. I think this is going to be a mix of I want to keep an ear to the ground metaphorically speaking for any like any suspicious sounding dialogue uh, <laughs> regarding I'm like going to listen to the wind for anybody who is talking strangely about hats. Yeah, like talking about hats but specifically talking about weird features that hats would not normally have like pockets on the inside of the rim or um i don't know uh so i think it'll be a mix of that and i think the other the other angle that i want to play on here is that i'm wondering if maybe the haberdashery of disguise it's not that you find the haberdashery of disguise it's that the haberdashery of disguise finds you and so i want to be moving through the streets here and Every three or four minutes, as soon as I'm out of sight, I'm changing my disguise completely, and I'm going back out on the streets, and I'm cruising. And I want to, I want to catch the eye of a master disguise specialist, and they're like, "Oh, this guy, even though he doesn't have a hat of disguise, he's worthy of one." Um, <laughs> so okay. maybe like a deception Make... kind of make play here five performance checks lovely um, okay so that's a 10 and then a 20 and then a 19 and a 21 and a natural 20 okay so as you are uh wandering the streets listening for hat-related skullduggery. <laughs> um, Suspicious fashion, if you will. What a what a world we live in. Um, uh, ducking into alleys and changing your disguise every so often. Um, you, after <clears throat> about an hour, find yourself uh, standing in front of a very ordinary looking doorway that has a wooden sign hanging out front that just has a hat like a wooden hat with no text on it <laughs> oh beautiful um and when you look at the I... hat you can't 
like you look at the hat and it's a top hat and then you like get distracted by something and look back and now it's a bowler hat you could have sworn it was a top hat but now it's clearly a bowl, bowler hat and you blink and it's a, a cabbie hat I'm in the right place. Uh, I I look around to make sure that I have not been followed or observed, and then I switch out hats and I go in. Um, you go in, and there are. Uh, it's kind of small and dusty. Um, there is a person behind the counter of indeterminate characteristics. Oh. Um. And a single hat stand with one hat on it. <laughs> Is there? There aren't like shelves or anything in here. It's just completely it's bare. The counter, one. the person, and then the center of the room is the hat stand. <laughs> Incredible! I I make a show of not. I don't rush immediately to the hat. I like stop and I ponder the empty shelves and I like no shelves. I. Oh, uh, uh, the the window display that has nothing in it, yeah, or it's, you know, yeah. some other like <laughs> some empty portion of the room, like I'm a a regular customer, and um, I avoid the hat and I go up to the counter and I go, "Do you have anything in like a variable style?" The person behind the counter gestures to the single hat on the single hat stand. <laughs> Says, Try it on. I, I turn and I look at that hat, and when I look back at them, my face has changed. <laughs> uh, the mustache is gone, and I have a much more uh, tightly contoured chin, and the eyebrows are entirely different. I go, hmm, hmm, interesting. I'll have to give this one a go, and uh, I, I pick up the hat. Uh, you pick up the hat, and it is indeed a hat of disguise. Excellent. Um. I I try it on to make sure that it fits. <laughs> it doesn't. Because that would be embarrassing. But the the person behind the counter sweeps out as soon as it touches the crown of your head with a tape measure and pins. Um, oh, there's a flurry of activity and measurement. A and bespoke hat of disguise. The hat is swept off your head and taken into the back of the shop. <laughs> you hear the sound of fabric scissors and a sewing machine. Um, and then ten minutes later, it is returned to your head. Uh, I'm completely unrecognizable. <laughs> um, oh, nice to meet you! And the shopkeep says, that will be 500 gold, please. I, I furtively gesture to the gold that is already tucked out of sight behind the counter. Uh... Uh, the shop person nods and says, have a nice day. I give a flourishing Juxian bow, and then uh, I head out of the shop. There you go. Hat of Disguise acquired. Um, I'm very much going to regret that. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so, so badly. Oh, yes. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> we didn't have enough tomfoolery and shenanigans. Well, now it's like... From the last episode, so it's just like, here, you know, give Tarjux this. <laughs> I just want to specifically point out that the Hat of Disguise is filling a 
gap in my tactical repertoire that has bit us in the ass multiple times. Because <laughs> think for a moment, had I but had this hat of disguise when we were in the True Church administrative bunker, I could have changed my face to look like the face of the guy we had just knocked out, and it would have smoothed over that entire encounter, and I would not have had to gas a room full of cultists. So this is this is going to be really good for our long-term group uh, efficacy. Yeah. And also for shenanigans. There, there it is. Like, there it is. Get about it every time. It's going to be actually useful, and then use it only for shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So Leolin is keeping an eye on Estio. Terrajux has purchased a hat of disguise, much to my chagrin. Um, what are the other three of you doing? I didn't have any specific preparation <laughs> in mind. Okay. I'm gonna... going to the Temple of Aquila to throw my weight around to get your tithe yep and to uh you know ask people if they think i'm a cool guy can we do that on our way out of town instead of right now no because i will remind you we are trying to keep a low profile yeah and going and right to where you are known and it's it's standard operating procedure yes can we do this standard operating procedure later? If you need to talk to somebody, I'm right here, buddy. I'm well, like, Chad's not I would have snuck off. Maybe he can help Desmond okay. find a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how how much, like, how tight of a leash do you have Desmond on right now? Well, it depends on when you try and leave. Because you got to remember, Fall Rock doesn't have anything to do, so... Uh -huh. I'm definitely going to wait until you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing this later then. <laughs> Farrakh uh, just pulls out a deck of cards and deals. <laughs> like, to... I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Okay. Like, every time uh, you leave, you just need to be like, hey, I, got, I found another bottle. That is a three to, to try to sneak out. <laughs> make, your, make your perception check. Fair enough. Uh, that is an 18. <laughs> Desmond is doing, like, the Emperor's New Groove with Kronk, and he's, like, flat up against the wall, humming his own theme music. <laughs> Where are you going there, friend? Gonna, gonna go out for a little bit? Uh, why? <laughs> to get some money? Earn some money? From the, from the temple? Where do you? Where would a, where would somebody like me work? What are you a cop? <laughs> yes, actually. yes, short cop. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go shake it down. Is that okay? Well, if you go shake it down, they're going to recognize you, which we're specifically trying not to do. So, can we do that when we leave after this is done? Because we kind of gotta get get to. We never get to. We always leave in some sort of huge, giant explosion. That's true. Not always. It's, it's like 85% time. of the time. We leave Dime Gaia frequently without giant explosions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Confirmation bias. <laughs> well, how about you just come with me so I don't give a... I don't go Joel Olstein on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. 
I, I, I really don't think we should. Really don't think we should. Fine, we could just we could just go we could just go past it. I just want to see the outside of the temple, I promise. <laughs> I need I need I need uh you know some guidance for when I start building my own temples around places. Oh my god. <laughs> you, oh boy. you don't need your temple is already are better. moist for they will remain wet for eternity. Hang on, your temples are already better than that. You already said that yesterday when I stopped yeah. you from building one. So you don't need to see them. You'd just be downgrading. You any more ice cream? <laughs> I sure do. I, <laughs> and I have, I have secretly <laughs> paid a beggar <laughs> to go get gelato and booze to keep us here. I... This is... This is too real for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have had these behaviors and it is uncomfortable. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just put a um, we'll put a dark rug in front of the door, and when Desmond like waddles over there, he's gonna think it's actually a pit, and he'll just get confused and go back to his room. Just put a pickle in the middle of the floor. <laughs> oh man! Uh. So gelato arrives. At exactly this moment. Thank you, my friend. And I, I be sure and tip him a gold. He's very appreciative. They're good people. Gotta make sure they're well paid. Gonna get him mugged on the. At least make like give him silver instead. He's gonna get mugged when he tries to trade it in. You <laughs> have to remember this is the Prince of Coin City. Yeah. Mm. Let's say these are these are the good ba- like. These ones are the ones beggars. that run this. Yeah. These beggars <laughs> run the streets. Get out. Yeah. It's. Uh, you don't think he's at any risk of, of being mugged. Um, These are almost like beggars by choice. Like, at this point. Well, yeah. It's it's either be a beggar or you have to pay taxes. <laughs> right? <laughs> oof. Nobody mm. wants that. Big oof. More like the Taxian Empire. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I walk in when Desmond is ripping open his gelato and down down in his booze, and I'm like, oh, had to get some more, huh? Yep. Yep. I'm not allowed to leave. <laughs> not until it's go time. Gotta stay here. Wonder why. House arrest. I'm like, no, it's not house Desmond. arrest. Tactical yep. hiding. Uh, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom down the block. No, you're not. That's <laughs> right over there, bud. That's a good one, too. It's the best one I've seen in the city. Yeah. Just like this was the best soup in the city. Nice try, Desmond. We know you don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a camel. Desmond, you know there's a lot riding on this for your son, right? I know that. That's why I'm going to be on my best behavior. Which I am. I take another <laughs> spoonful of ice cream or gelato. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can't, we're just helping can't, you, helping you keep it that way. Yeah, and you can't can't fix everything in one one day, but if you can make make sure that this goes well for him, then 
Maybe that will do some good for you. Let's hope so. Let's. Let's just start to give Leyland a hug. <laughs> oh. I go I go into a shadow and get it. <laughs> Use one of your intangibilities. Yes, that's not what I was looking for, but I'll I'll take a gelato though. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. One of the uh, the hobos near you, uh, an unwashed but baby-faced 19-year-old, abruptly looks over and you realize they have all of Tarjux's stuff and go, All right, are we doing this? Awful. Well, not yet. <laughs> yeah, the, the party doesn't start for like six more hours. Uh, I just start flipping hats into a card, I guess. What? <laughs> you completely ruined Farrock's game of solitaire. <laughs> it's just hats. I'm a hat guy now. What can I say? I hope somebody took a, a snapshot, a T snap, I guess, of Terradux before this because you're never going to see his actual face ever again. Yeah, yeah, that was the last time you saw Terradux. <laughs> now I'm the man without a name. You can just call me T. No. For Terrajux. Yeah, for Terrajux, I go. I could never abandon the name that my mother gave me. There we go. It's all I have. Not because she's dead, just because I didn't take anything when I I ran away from home to join the circus. Oh, okay. I was about to say, looks around at all the stuff that you have, as well as us (laughs) all around you, and it's like, it's all that I have is my name, and it's like, I mean, uh-huh. look, I, I couldn't take a lot of stuff when I ran away from home. I like to I like to live light. I like to live moss. Um, right. That that was the end of the that. I didn't have anything else after that. That was the <laughs> yeah. whole thought. Mm-hmm. Great, 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 great. Perfect. <laughs> cool. cool, cool, cool. Um, we sit on our thumbs for six hours. Yeah. Uh, is is that is that so, Leyland? Are you going to do anything else? You're like the last person here who hasn't definitively said I'm going to sit down and be bored for six hours. <laughs> Le- Leyland. Oh, you're muted, Matt. Oh, sorry. I was saying I'm done. Okay. Uh, time passes. Um, you pull up. The, oh, you pull slowly. up the wait menu, and you've moved the slider over to six hours. <laughs> And press enter, um, and you get stop motion of like people moving in the background behind you. Um, yeah, and then it is time for the gala to start, which is still about an hour before the planned uh, start time for the heist itself. But Estio gathers you around the table. Uh, several other individuals who have drifted in off the street uh, join you. This is presumably and then confirmed as the other team. Um, many of them look like vagrants, um, but as they uh, kind of arrive and time gets closer, they shed their uh, rough and ragged exterior to reveal that they're dressed to commit a heist like dark Uh leather and face masks and um they each have like uh 
a little packet of thieves tools hanging off their belts, etc., etc. Um, and Estio rolls out his blueprint of the manor house and says, okay, so this is our target. You lot, he points at the crew of Teliferous, you are responsible for emptying out the West Wing. Anything in there that looks valuable, grab. 50% of the spoils are yours. Fantastic. Uh, ditto to you all for the East Wing. <clears throat> I myself uh, will be making my way to the main tower. Uh, there's a little, it's one of those fancy mansions that has like a, a little tower at the top. <clears throat> uh, I will be breaking into there and acquiring an object uh, that was personally requested by the prince. Um, main entryway windows, always a good option, preferably not on the first floor. Um, as most of those entrances are warded with alarm spells. Um, when the house is closed down for the night. Um, the butler typically activates further defensive wards uh, around 9 p.m., which is right after the, or you know, shortly after the heist starts. Um, these wards are designed to keep out uh, a number of... Um, unexpected or extra planar things that might pop up. It's very silly, but the people of the city, the good people, the nobles are very paranoid about uh, magical entities entering their home. There was a while where air elementals were used by the noble families to kind of uh, perform minor robberies and tomfoolery on each other. So, Anyway, you're going to want to get in, you're going to want to clean out as much of the stuff as you can, and then uh, you have essentially um, an hour to get as much as you can before we meet at the rendezvous point in the back garden and make our escape. Is there a signal for if something goes wrong, if a group is detected maybe, or... Yeah, some we, cunning trap is laid. Do we have any way to communicate between the teams? Yeah, yeah. If we do run into someone, what do we do? Um, ideally, you won't. You're supposed to be high quality adventurers, but uh, if it's unavoidable, we don't want any casualties. Nobody dies on these heists. Um, no injuries. If they can be avoided, certainly nothing major. In the event that something goes wrong, uh, you'll hear the coin shake, so keep a listen out for our usual signal. And he rattles a bunch of coins in a in a, a tin can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, did Estio say he was going to go retrieve the Prime MacGuffin on his own? Yes. He did say that, yes. That's not okay with me. <laughs> Dad! I'm going with you. You can't go alone. You can't go with me. Why not? 
because I'm the only person who can get into the tower. I can go with you. I could be a spider on your shoulder, a fly on the wall. No, absolutely not. Why are you the only person who can get in the tower? Because it's warded by several wards that are specific to individuals who carry a particular keystone. And I am the only person who has been able to acquire such a keystone. Would any of the staff on the manor grounds be given one? No. <laughs> this isn't okay. It'll be fine. No, it won't. Maybe we could fill the portable hole up with water and I can sit in it. Well, I don't have to breathe, so I could also... Oh, yeah, that might be better then. <laughs> um, I understand Desmond's concerns here that sending one person in alone somewhere without knowing exactly what could be lying in wait there is potentially very risky. I understand yes, that you are exceptional at what you do, and you come very highly recommended, but that is still a greater risk than we are used to taking on our operations. Bold of you to assume that I don't know what I'm going to find up there. Bold of you to assume that you've accounted for every possibility. We have no way of knowing whether or not this could be a trap, or you know, any number of situation could come into play here. Besides, hatchling blood usually makes those types of things not work for us anyway. Hatchling what now? Yeah, Desmond, I really wish you would not say everything all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, hatchling blood. What are you talking about? Something that we'll talk about mm. later. You know, your dad... He just says stuff. You know, he drinks a lot. So <laughs> he's It's really my son. Him. We can trust him. And he turns to Terrajux and says, I really don't appreciate you trying to tell me how to do my job. Have you been I... in this tower before? Yes. Well, there you go. There you go. Good enough. We'll take Good care of the West Wing. Okay. Any any other questions before we kick this whole shindig off? While he's uh, fielding other questions, I'll whisper to Desmond, I could polymorph you into a spider if you wanted to. <laughs> I have a uh, feeling that would totally screw everything up if I did that. <laughs> I, I can't believe you said that. Uh, in order, partially because I'm <laughs> curious and partially to mask this other conversation from prying ears. I ask about, um, I guess, like, the market rates for various treasures that we might find in there as far as what uh, the Prince of Coins fences find most valuable or most useful. Like, are we are we trying to sort out gold? Are they most interested in gems? Are we trying to get artwork off the walls? Is there, like, I fully admit and freely admit, Estio, that I do not uh, burgle very often. Um so I don't. I, I, I've been out of the game for a few yeah. years. I don't really know what's uh, what's hot in the uh, the stealing circles at the moment. Like what what should we be aiming for in your 
highly learned and experienced opinion. Tell me how to do my job, please. Fencing circles on guard. <laughs> yeah, it's the fencing club, Juxian fencing club, the fencing circle. Um, he uh, kind of holds up a hand and ticks off uh, currency is best because it's typically not traceable. Um, right, right. Then jewelry, uh, assuming that there isn't anything particularly unique. Uh, amidst the the jewelry of the house, valuables, um, anything that looks like it's mass produced or, again, not unique is easier to move than unique items. But okay. this isn't really an object. We have contacts outside the city who are capable of buying goods um, that would be unsaleable in the walls. Okay. Good to know. Let's get to it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so you, uh, you pack it all up, and how are you going to get to the manor house? We're gonna walk. Split up into smaller groups, and make our way across various parallel streets. Um, Leyland can hide in one of our shadows. Basically, the fewer people in a group, I think the better to draw fewer eyes. So I, uh, I, I pull down my hat and become a uh, rough-looking blue-collar worker, and I stand up and say I'll meet you, meet you there at the appointed time. I'm just going to walk. Just going to walk. Okay. Everybody else? I mean, unless there's some kind of uh, secret sewer route there, then yeah, I guess we just walk. I, I could trans transport via plants to somewhere off of the manor grounds, but close enough that we don't have to walk hours to the manor. I mean, it's not that um, far. Yeah. Okay, then we'll just walk. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll do. I can do the same thing as before and yeah. scout ahead. Make sure we avoid routes with guards, everything like that. Very good. Uh, you manage to head off a couple of uh, guard patrols. It seems like um, the the city guard is less prevalent here in this district that you're starting in, but it becomes increasing, like there are increasingly more guards as you get closer to the manor. Um, so Leyland's, uh, scouting ahead is invaluable. Uh, you reconvene just inside the, uh, kind of gates to the manor house, which are conveniently unlocked. Um, hmm. you see that Estio has arrived ahead of you. Um, presumably he is the one who unlocked them. Uh-huh. And you all filter in. The other team filters in. Uh, Estio uh, gives you um, kind of points out several points of entrance that might be best for you to use up on the second floor. Um, places with like trellises that you can climb, that sort of thing. Um, 
the house is quite large. That it does have the two wings, um, east and west. The front door is kind of one of those old big plantation entryways with the double doors and the arches and columns and all that. Um, and it kind of comes to a point in that tower that sits exactly in the center of the house. Um, and he points out these entrances that might be best for you. And then he counts down and you have your hour, uh, beginning, uh, on his mark. And he kind of fades away into the night, um, in a manner that is obviously not as impressive as Leyland because Leyland can literally merge <laughs> with shadows. But for somebody who is not of like a freakish mutant with extreme high magic powers, um, he does a very good job of uh, kind of blending into his surroundings. The other team breaks off and heads for uh, the East Wing, and uh, you are left to enter the West Wing. And I think we're going to stop there. I say to Desmond, maybe that magic school money didn't go to waste after all. Uh-huh. Mm. I just <laughs> narrow my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. This has been... I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master. This has been another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on just about any podcast platform of your choosing. Uh, leave a review, say something nice, send us a fan letter. Um, Matthew, what are our socials? It's at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Chid Fleek. Daniel playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Short Cop. I'm Matt and I play Leyland. I am Waffle, and I am the man with no name. I am the breeze itself, felt only in fleeting and then gone. With a hat. <laughs> with always with a hat. Thanks for joining us. But the hat has been disguised as a very large flamboyant hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us.